What's up, guys? Zane here. Got another episode of the Everything Vibe podcast. As usual, I'm joined by Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great. It's been super, super busy, um, but I'm feeling good, and I'm super excited about next week. I'm sure we'll get into that some more in the in the episode. But yeah, things well, are good. How yeah, about we, you? Well, we can uh, we can get into that right now. Um, okay. <laughs> well, well. So I, I mean, well, first of all. Things are good. Thank you for asking. Uh, I guess I'm in a good mood because I am heading to uh, London for a couple of weeks at the Very end of this cool. week. So it's just a matter of getting through these next couple of days. But um, I am not the only one traveling this upcoming uh, week. Uh, sounds like you have some travel plans which are more relevant to this podcast, which uh, sure. I'm, I'm excited to share. Yeah, yeah. So no, I'm going to be uh, heading heading to LA for E3. So I'm super, super excited. I I had the opportunity to do some of the press conferences. Unfortunately, uh, I wasn't able to to make my travel plans around those. So I'm actually just heading for the the main conference days. You know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, but I'm super excited to to meet with folks there. Uh, check out lots of awesome games, and I'm gonna try my best to to cover as much VR related content as possible and share it with everybody in the in the coming days. So so please keep posted on on Twitter on the podcast because we're gonna be you know trying to put up as much as possible. Yep, and just a quick reminder that uh, our Twitter is just at everything vibe is the handle, and Ronnie's doing most of the tweets there. I, I'm on Twitter as well, uh, but if you want to get in touch with us, that would be the best place um, for just quick reactions or quick uh, quick questions or whatever. Yep. Um, and then yeah, just YouTube, Facebook as well. So let's uh, let's jump into it. This week we got another game talk. And this is a game that I think we've you've spoken about uh, previously on the podcast. Yeah, uh, I had a chance to check it. Yeah, I, I checked out an early build uh, at GDC. At GDC, yep, yep. So I met with I met with the developers, you know, Third Eye Studios, and uh, you know, awesome group of guys. Uh, you know, had the pleasure of, of interviewing them previously, and now you know we were able we got review codes from them, and we were able to to play the final version of the game and. And today is the day that we get to talk about our thoughts on on Downward Spiral Horror Station. So yeah, so I yeah, so I mean, you've had a chance to play it for a little while. I mean, even all the way back at GDC, at least uh, a little bit of an intro. Today was my yep. first day, and I gotta say, man, I I was super impressed. I mean, I, I'm I gotta preface this so the the game is like um, it's Downward Spiral Horror Station. You're kind of stuck on an abandoned space station, just to give a little bit of context. Uh, mm-hmm. And we'll we'll dive into it more. I think uh, Ronnie and I have a couple of different buckets that we want to get into. So, um, like the presence of the game is one. Gameplay gameplay mechanics is another. The narrative is is a third thing, and we'll dive into each of those uh, respectively. But um, I don't know, man. For me, like I, I gotta put I gotta just put some context out there or preface this and say that like I'm a big like space guy or space and sci fi nerd. So like. This was just exciting to be able to play a game um, that takes place in in kind of that environment, mm-hmm. uh, and yep. they did a really really good job, I, I have to say. Um, and I, I guess we can just start with the the first bucket because I, to me it's it's one of the most important. I think, and then you mentioned it as well as being your number one. So yeah, uh, and and that was present, uh, like hundred percent. You know, like graphics I, maybe i don't know if it's my my card or whatever graphics were yeah. were decent like they weren't yeah. i don't want to say that they were bad but it's not like they blew me away either although there were certain points where um you know and i don't, I don't want to give anything away but like you know you either you're at a window or if you have a chance to be outside of the spaceship where you get to see the earth and yeah. in its entirety and it's it's beautiful or the, whatever the the planet is that yeah that or whatever the, yeah whatever planet yeah. you're on um or sorry orbiting it's it's really breathtaking. I, I had to like stop and just like take it all in for a moment and just be like the like the presence is just so good. And then I yeah. I, I know it's it's been described as somewhat of like a horror game as well. So uh, like just the sound, the mechanics, uh, not mechanics, but just like the sound that like the eeriness of each room, just stuff kind of yep. flying around in zero g. Like I don't know, man. I I was I was thoroughly impressed um and you know this is just like a first impression i've only had a chance to jump in there once but i did spend a good amount of time in there now you've had the chance to jump in there multiple times and yeah, different no, builds what like what are your thoughts on this final version yeah no i mean i i you know like first of all like you said like it, since we're focusing on presence for the first category i mean that's really this game's strong suit is, is presence and really atmosphere 
I mean, the, a lot of the things that you were saying really kind of hit the nail on the head for me as well. It's, and, and that's kind of why also, you know, going into this review, we wanted to divide up everything into, you know, different categories because it's easy to just kind of, you know, go on and on about just how you feel about this game. I'd say that's, that's the biggest thing with Downward Spiral is you get a very strong feeling playing the game. And, and that's, that really creates a strong sense of presence. It's everything from, from you know, the, I mean, I think really the sound design probably makes the biggest difference. Because like you said, I, I, I do think the graphics are actually really, really good. They're, they're you know, kind of simple, though. Like you can tell, you know, I mean, like as far as, as far as what they were able to accomplish, I think the biggest thing is, is with the lighting system, like what they're able to do as far as, I mean, like, the lighting in this game almost has this thick kind of dingy look. Yeah. Like it feels mm-hmm. like classic sci-fi. Like, like, I mean, yeah, the best way to describe, describe the feel of being in this station is you really feel like you're almost experiencing a movie like, like 2001, a space odyssey for yourself. Like you're in this environment and I know the game supports, uh, you know, uh, co-op multiplayer. I mean, for me personally, my I, I really like playing this game by myself because really it's it's those eerie moments of of awkward kind of silence when you're in these environments and then sometimes being surprised by the enemies, being surprised by um, certain 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 uh, I, I guess I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it without giving it away, but certain uh, setups and certain, uh, <laughs> certain situations yeah. in rooms that like, you're not excited. Like, you walk into a room and you see something there, like kind of set dressing that while it might not necessarily affect the gameplay directly, it affects you and how you feel in that environment. And they did such a good those- job with just every room and every area being like super creepy, you know, yeah. like, and I know that's what they were going for, but they really did a good job with it. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So, and, and, and yeah, the, the, I mean, you mentioned graphics a little bit. I I do want to like mention a few effects that actually, like as far as VR goes, there were a few things that I noticed when I was playing that were like super, super um, effective. And I wonder if, if this is a difference between, um, you know, like, cause you mentioned, you know, the graphics were, were fine for you. They didn't super blow you away. Something I noticed because I've I've played the game in both my Rift and the Vive. Yeah. Um, for some reason, uh, the game seemed to be running at a higher resolution for me in my in my Rift than the Vive, and I I, I don't know if that's accurate or not. Like I'm trying to like I, I actually reached out to them and they were kind of scratching their heads, the developers, on you know what why what could possibly be causing that on my system. Um, but I noticed like there were certain effects that just blew me away, like. Uh, like there was, there was some like lighting, like, again, I don't want to give away too many of the, the, yeah, the yeah. scenes of this game. But Let's like, stay away but from was, spoilers yeah, just, so, just because so that's, I mean, be, it's a big part. Yeah. So I'll be super vague about it, but like there's, there's some s- specific types of lights that I got close to that were kind of reflecting off the inside of my visor and the, in, in VR. And it, like, it felt like, like, a, like you were literally like in a space, suit at that moment like the lighting yeah. really was strong and then and then same thing with like there were reflections from colored lights on on your player avatar in that situation so like you'd look down at your arms and hands and like just the way the lighting was affecting uh the player model like it was it super bought me into the fact that i was like in that environment and then and then i guess i guess one other thing that like uh, or two other things um there was there's a certain gun, and I don't know if you had gotten a chance to get this weapon or not, but mm-hmm. it, it was a, a weapon with like a screen on the back of it. And when I first got that screen, like that weapon, that whatever effect, like plastic effect they had on the screen, like it looked like it was like a legit, like real plastic. Like, <laughs> I don't like, there's yeah, a few yeah. things that like when you see it in VR for the first time, you're like, oh, that's weird. That looks like I could touch it. Like it's real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there was like an effect that they were using on that. And then, and then like he, just various heat wave effects and all that stuff. Like it's all these little, little subtle things that make it feel like an authentic experience because like there, I mean, I've played other sci-fi games um, in VR, but I haven't played a, a sci-fi game that really makes me feel as if 
I'm I'm in a real place like this game, and and it's it's not completely like you know just the graphics because like you said like there's certain things like I mean the textures are like you know they're they're nice whatever like the mm-hmm. the, the the room architecture like all that stuff like they're all like you know it's hard to put your finger on it it's more like this game as far as the graphics the sound all that stuff and we'll get to the sound in a second because that's a huge part yeah but it's like it's 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 somehow all those things come together and it's it ends up being greater than the sum of its parts like Mm -hmm. like whatever whatever like it's it's all about putting you in that place that you know feeling like you're there and they just nail it on the head somehow yeah, so I I just want to like go back to the graphics. I kind of regret actually bringing that up because I feel like us not saying it's you know really good means by default it's bad. Like honestly, when I brought it up, like it was just meant to say that like the graphics were were like acceptable. You know what I mean? And I don't mean yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean that at all in a negative way. It was just like it, it was just like a normal VR game. It's not like something that like really really stood out to me. Um, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. wasn't bad. It was just like it, it is what it is. But there were certain elements within the graphics, like certain scenes, uh, like I said, when you're yeah. like out in space or, or looking at the looking at the planet, where that yeah. that just kind of blew me away. Even in even if it and it's like you know whatever resolution or fidelity that it was, like yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that still blew me away. Um, yeah, yeah. I, like what? So, what and likewise, what, like it's those, those, the like for me, there were certain effects. Like, like I said, I wasn't like trying to point out graphical effects or things that I noticed that I really liked how they looked or anything. Like, what yeah. I, I tend to take notes when I'm playing games, just because I know we're gonna have to talk about them. And there were just a few times when I was playing, like I said, with the the way the lighting was, like you know, really gave me a, a lasting impression. Some of those specific types of of effects like the plastic, uh, you know, shine on the screen and the heat wave effect, like those things really sit out to me as like, oh wow, I haven't seen an effect like this done this well in VR before. I want to write it down, you know, like they were, and 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 I mean, going off of like like the sound is definitely, I'd say if 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 it didn't if the sound wasn't there, I think the feeling would be way different like i think that eeriness that you keep mentioning and and that i keep mentioning a lot of it has to do with how how great the sound effects are i mean from like the moment you load up the game even just in the menu the score in the background of that menu creates a a mood to the game like it it really feels like those like it doesn't feel it feels like classic sci-fi to me you know like those like those you know like alien alien or or 2001 like those older movies that like really have a strong sense of like like almost like you know a stanley kubrick film right yeah no it it definitely gave me the like the alien vibes for sure like the original like movie where it's just you're just walking around a space station or you know ship and it's just like yeah that, that that was i think the perfect way to describe it and yeah. Another thing I want to mention too, with with the sound design, like just being able to move around, stuff kind of like clanking around different places. But this, I, I, this isn't a spoiler. At least I'm gonna just say that it's not, and so I can talk about it. But like, <laughs> I mean, at some point you go outside of the space station, right? And I think yep. um, that whole process of doing that. Uh, where you go from being inside and then like you know using an airlock to get outside, and then all of a sudden like sound just disappears. Um, mm-hmm. to, to, that to me was like really impressive and, and like obviously very noticeable and like yeah. ultimately, like, I mean, for me, that was like at that moment when that happened, I was like, that's when I realized it was the sound that was just like totally doing it for me. You know what I mean? I was just like, this yep. is on another level in terms of sound design. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. And it's like, it's stuff like that. Like, like I, I almost like, like I hear what you're saying as far as like going back to the graphics, cause I think that's that's the way to point it out is like there's certain things in this game that are like you know that, that are that are good they're like kind of your typical yeah you know, like in a in a high quality vr game like you're used to seeing like nice corridors and like like normal you know like like all the environments are handled really well in that respect but then there's certain things that just like stand out like that are that are a cut above anything else you know that that you that you usually play and the sound design is like a hundred percent one of those things like you notice right away when you're out in space or when the the score really hits you certain way like each room has a different feel because depending on what 
what the developers are trying to get across. Like there'll be like heavy score notes or there'll be this like, you know, eerie silence or the suction out of sound that like, and all those things are done to a degree that's, you know, definitely well above average. Like it's not, you're not going to, you know, find that in every game that you play in VR. And just another thing that I wanted to mention too, I, whatever it was that they did with the, you know, like the helmet of the spacesuit that you're wearing. Yeah. Just thinking back on it now, there was, I, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, like the word, word when you when you're like in a tight space, I'm I'm blanking. Yeah, like claustrophobic. Claustrophobic, or- yeah. That that claustrophobic element of like, even even though like I I knew that I had cleared the room already, like I was just looking around and like ready for something to pop in my face, not in a yeah. horror movie type of way, but like I very much felt like I was in a spacesuit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. As, and like somewhat less mobile and all that. I don't know, that, like that. Yeah, yeah, that was just like a noticeable thing, and it was just such a nice touch to the game too, in terms of like you know, in terms of presence. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I mean, I I think some of that will cross over for me, anyways, when we talk more about narrative. But like, um, yeah, that's one of the advantages of the approach that they took, which is to say, like, most of the narrative in this game is kind of expressed to you through the environments, through what's going on. Like, nothing's kind of spelled out for you for the most part. Yeah, and I think one of the advantages of of approaching the story that way is that like you said like you go into these rooms and you're kind of using your own senses and your own like you know i guess your own presence in the environment to Mm -hmm. kind of figure out how you feel in each room like there's nothing like like even though you may have cleared out a room there's nothing that necessarily makes you feel comfortable like 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 that's a given like that something isn't going to come back and get (laughs) you well like every like you're always kind of Scanning the environment and trying to, because because you don't know exactly what the game's going to throw at you next. I mean, you know? I'm constantly turning around and like just even though like there's nothing there, like it's just yeah, it, it really had me like on the edge and like I mean I love that like first of all like I mean I hate I'm not I'm not a big fan of like scary movies um yeah, yeah. so like this like being put into your nightmare <laughs> is kind of like not really my thing but yeah, yeah. you know for that's just because it was so effective in what it, what it did. And it like really made me feel that. So I don't know, maybe in a way I'm like training myself for, uh, <laughs> for, for future situations. But um, you started talking about narrative. I think we can just kind of pivot into that as like the second okay. bucket. Um, sure. sure. Uh, so my, my thing with this, and uh, maybe it's because I, I read a little bit about the game as well and some feedback sure. on the game, but sure. um, I, I think that, the narrative was great in the sense that you were required to go out and like search for things, but um, I don't know. I just like one or two voiceovers, like minimal things I feel like would have helped helped with the game. You know what I mean? Sure. And, and maybe I, maybe that's the exact me, opposite of yeah. what they were going for because you know, uh, but like, it's just like, I don't know what I'm doing here or what, what yeah. happened or like what the goal is, like, where am I trying to go? And like, yeah, I, you slowly start to get that from context clues, but we were talking about, you know, before starting this, I think like how long it was taking to play like each act. And so not, not that like, I want like a short game or the game to be much longer, but for me, like, I think just adding something in there with a little bit of a directive, like, yeah, I, I don't know. It just, it just would have added something. It didn't it doesn't need to be much. Even like one single line of voiceover or one single thing of like uh, prologue intro to be like, here's the situation. Um, and I wonder. I feel like would yeah, have helped. Like, no, I I totally agree with you. I wonder how much of that I would have gotten. Like I I want to say I did try play the prologue, but it's been a long time, so I don't remember what happened in the prologue. I mean, if they put stuff in that prologue that they really expect you to kind of take with you to give you the full context coming into horror station. Then I, I wish they would have included that. Like just like yeah, force you to play yeah. through it or something. If, before. The, if there no, was I stuff on there, you. then they should have definitely included it. Yeah. No, cause I agree with you. Like, like thinking back, like, like I, I had the same feel like, like on one hand, I felt like there was something missing from the narrative as far as like knowing the context of why I was, at the station, what I was looking for, that kind of thing. On the other hand, I love the fact that I was kind of discovering things for myself as I was going through it. And like some of the mystery elements, the fact that you didn't really know what was going on or what to expect added to the sense of presence and like the fear you have, 
you know, going from, from act to act, room to room, et cetera. So like, like I'm a little divided as far as like what the best approach would be, but like, yeah, thinking back to it, I think the, the biggest thing that was missing, um, for me anyways, as far as narrative is just that, that initial context. And so like, because uh, like, imagine if you're a real, a real, um, uh, astronaut, I'm trying to think of what, like, you know, a real adventurer yeah, yeah. that was sent that was sent to the station to kind of figure out what happened. I mean, you would go into there like being briefed on what we knew about the situation, at least what, what your purpose was and then whether or not what happened at the station was anything like what, you know, the people back on earth or people were at like what they were expecting that that might be completely different, right? Like, like as you go through the environment, you may discover for yourself completely new and unexpected things but you would at least go in there thinking like okay these are the the set goal like like yeah it was a little bit strange to me that like you know again like i thought it was clever and it really served the gameplay that you know while you're in the station all of your objectives are on the screens within the station so it's it's telling you like an objective you know turn turn this portion of the station on or, or these parts of the station are inactive. Like, you know, you need to go into like those things helped me from a gameplay perspective to know where I needed to go. But then there was that cognitive dissonance of like, wait, why is, why is the station telling me that this is my objective? And like, if, if they do have an in like an in, um, environment explanation for that kind of stuff, then it like, to me, I wasn't fully aware of, of why the station would be telling me those things. So like it's, it's all those, those early contexts, but like, yeah, I mean, I, I speaking to developers, I a hundred percent know that their goal was to, you know, have the environment and the gameplay tell the story for you, like rather than them outlining it, like as far as like with yeah. dialogue or with, and like, and so I, I totally get that. And I think that for the most part that pays off, I just think there were there could have been, like you said, like I don't know if for me personally if I would have I, I like the fact that there wasn't a whole lot of sound. Like maybe if there was some like gargled, like 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 eerie kind of sound clips every now and then to kind of remind you of maybe what was going on at the time or something. Like like some of those little things, like maybe some more environmental clues about what because because I mean arguably before, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but before whatever happened on the station happened, you know, people were kind of, you know, living there, like, like there were humans on the station doing their thing. And you would expect there to be kind of a little bit more, you know, artifacts showing what they were up to before, you know, the catastrophe hit. So like stuff like that maybe would have been, I mean, I chalk it up to the fact that this is really, as far as I know, like their first main push like on in vr and in the platform and and i like they really really nailed that the that environment and the atmosphere and like the sense of feel in the game and so it almost is like like yeah the like there's certain elements of the narrative there's certain elements of the gameplay which i'm sure we're going to get to in a second that like could have been fleshed out more but it's like but then they just knocked it out of the park when it came to just the feel of the station and the atmosphere. Yeah, and I, I, look, I don't want I don't want to be too nitpicky in terms of of narrative. Um, you know, like like I said, it would have been a nice to have. It definitely was not like necessary. And obviously, like I still very much enjoyed the game and the experience uh, based yep. on you know what's what's there. Um, yeah. And now that I'm trying to think back to it, like I, I agree. Like I, I think that there's um, there was definitely a nice element to being like. Oh, uh, let's figure out context clues and having to like really explore every single like control center or yeah. or or panel or something to find out how to get. You know, it's almost like an escape the room type of experience, except you're on this like massive space station instead of uh, just like a tiny room. And yeah. so, um, like, yeah, and that that, that yeah. attitude because it's just like, oh, so wait, like, I got to go to this creepy like little panel that's all the way in the corner of the dark room. Like, okay, yeah, like this sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, sucks, yeah. In the, sucks in the sense of like, okay, like I gotta I gotta do this for you know for for the game. But um, I, for like, I'm trying to think of something that wouldn't like affect that part of the game, but still add something. And I, like, I can only think of like a prologue scene or something that you're witness to or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, just and, like, and that's why, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm really like, as we're talking about this now, I really wish like we had 
like like I said, I wish we I had played the prologue to have that background if if it's in fact in the prologue. And and like I said, going forward, if that's the case, like I just wish there was something like for for your average you know player that just coming to the game without knowing much about it, they just see it in Steam, they're interested. They might not necessarily pick up the prologue. So like it would be nice to have that either you know included in the game or 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 some kind of a note from the developer um explaining yeah. that like like either either pointing you to the prologue if if that if that context is there or like distilling what was learned in the prologue into some kind of a like i don't know short narrative prior to experiencing the game i know that might take away from some of what they're trying to to set out to do but if if people aren't playing the prologue, then they need that background. Yeah, and, lo- and look, at the end of the day, like we're providing an opinion. Uh, like I'm curious to get um, people's feedback. So, like, if you guys tried yeah. this game out, like, I, I, if you disagree with me, definitely let me know because maybe I'm the, I'm in the minority of like wanting something else. Um, you know, for a lot of people, like, like I mean, I, and I still agree with the fact that like the just the the exploratory nature of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like letting events unfold in that way, it was still fantastic. I, I think I'm just like, like I said, I, I'm think I'm being nitpicky, and I don't, I don't want to be right because like I just yeah. don't, I don't feel like it's necessary for this type of game. Um, no, it's just something I, that I, I read that nitpicky. made me start thinking. Yeah, I, I think we're being nitpicky, honestly, because the game is such a good package. Like, like Fair enough, if yeah. this was just like an average, I mean, we've played a lot of VR titles, right? And like so, some VR titles, to be quite honest, like. You know, they're a little bit more superficial or they just have like, you know, a small gameplay element and you don't really think to kind of delve deep into all of the different aspects of the game. Right. This like downward spiral, I mean, and and going into it before I had met the developers, before I had I had played the game, like I didn't really know much about it. I didn't realize that it was going to be as as in-depth of an experience as it was. And 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 because it's 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 that much of an in-depth experience, I think it lends itself to like like we're not just like for most games, like they're just like a kind of a one-trick pony. Like you you would just look at the atmosphere and say, Man, this atmosphere is amazing, done, you know? In this yeah. game, there's there's different levels to it. And so so whether it be the environments themselves, the sound design that that complements the environments. Or you know the narrative and the gameplay stuff that we're about to talk about, like you can tell, all of those aspects were at least approached and like and focused on by the team, and 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 you know to me it seems like those like the 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 graphics, the the sound design, the atmosphere um, were you know like like you know five star, like really they just like man like knocked out of the park on those things yeah and then like on the narrative they did a good job but like it, it services the game but like it doesn't stand out to me like the atmosphere stands out well to me. let's i mean you alluded to it Let, let's just move on to the uh the gameplay yeah, mechanics gameplay. because I, to me that was another very very big strength of the game um yeah. because it was so original right like i don't think we've yeah. I, at least i don't think i've played a game uh, similar to that, like, uh, and maybe I haven't played too many space games, but a game like yeah, this yeah. that was ambitious enough, and like you said, kind of provided the full package where you know it had the presence, it had the the narrative, and of course the gameplay mechanics were fantastic because this is the first time that like in VR I'm moving around in zero g and yeah, that, yeah. like or zero gravity, and so like you're literally floating around like you're in space, and I was I was really curious about this beforehand because I was like that to me. Is probably similar to locomotion, um, and not like I like I have my you know I've built my VR legs so locomotion is fine for me, um, mm-hmm. but I was just curious how that would be like kind of floating through space and if there was anything that they would do to mitigate those effects. And I, I think the the closest thing I can come to is is the fact that like you're wearing like some type of helmet which I think blocks off a lot of the side, um, yeah, uh, you know, a vision that uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Your side, yeah, like side peripheral, vision. Vision. peripheral vision. There you go, man. Yeah. I'm just I'm just lacking words today. <laughs> so like, and easy ones too. <laughs> um, I'm 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 just happy I'm able to help because usually yeah, no, like we, I'm I'm clicking trying to find those words like more so than you are. So <laughs> uh, no, I appreciate you having my back. Um, yeah. So there's a so that to me was really cool. Uh, the and this yeah, might, this might be people, minor spoilery. But like the the main tool that you use to get around, 
Um, I don't know what it's called. I, I was just calling it like a grapple gun, but uh, I call the same thing. Yeah, that to me was very original and very cool and well done in terms of its uh, actual mechanics. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, no, what, I agree. what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, so so first of all, I guess like for people out, there, more people that have that have riffs probably because it's 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 really a game that's only on the Oculus. But um, there's a game called Lone Echo that's out that people have played on the Oculus and maybe on the Vive through Revive that has like zero G, like you're able to kind of push off of the environment and stuff kind of similar, even though that game came out actually uh, after the prologue of this game. So really, I mean, as far as, as far as like kind of figuring out the zero G stuff, I really do think third eye studios were the first team to really like knock that up, knock that down. And so like, so, so there have been other zero G games out, um, but I'm totally with you as far as like, like my limited time with Lone Echo, um, versus, versus this game and Lone Echo, like most of the people I've, I've played that game with, and that game has a very different, uh, it's, you really can't compare Lone Echo very much to, to, to Downward Spiral Horror Station because Horror Station is such a, I would describe it as more of a cerebral atmospheric you know, type of game. Whereas Lone Echo is more like one of the, I, I want to say it was upload VR. I can't quite remember, but like I, as I've been like kind of perusing Twitter and seeing like kind of the, the quotes on these games, like they, they mentioned, you know, Lone Echo as being kind of the gravity as compared to, um, I, I forget what movie they, they compared downward spiral to either alien or 2001 or, okay, or one yeah, of those yeah. types of, and, and, and it's really like a hundred percent, like, like one is kind of more in your face actiony, whereas this one is more cerebral and really like, you know, it, it hits your, your heart, your soul a little bit more as far as like what you're experiencing. Right. And, uh, and, and I feel, I just feel like in the lone echo game, like I wasn't able to play that game for very long. A lot of people I showed it to same thing. Like, like you might, I don't know if it's because they give you a little bit more control or what it, or because like you said, little things like blocking off things with your visor helps quite a bit more in downward spiral, but like the downward spiral, I mean, I can, I can sit in downward spiral and play it like act after act and not have any issues of feeling like I need to take a break or anything like that. I always feel like I can get around everywhere. Whereas, um, in, in other games similar, like I'm not able to do that as much. And I, I think a lot of that too, it's, it's the fact that they give you so many options to move around. Like, like there aren't, I mean, one of the biggest, I, I think the reason downward spiral for me is such a big success is the fact that, you know, they create that environment that really gives you a sense of presence, like we were talking about. And then they give you the tools to be able to navigate that environment in a way that's really fun and satisfying. And so being able to push off of things when you need to, but then be able to to pull yourself to things using the grappling gun is like, for me, it was a perfect, you know, balance because I felt like, like anywhere I wanted to go, there was like a fun way to go and do that. And I never felt like, uh, like, like sometimes like in VR, I mean, like at least in the times, some of the times I spent with, with downward spiral or not downward spiral with lone echo, like just getting to a place was, you know, a chore in and of itself. And if you had to do more exploring, you're kind of like, oh, like I was already looking over there. I don't really want to like reorient myself and go back. Like in Downward Spiral, I have fun going from place to place in the environment and searching it out and, and moving from place to place. Like like as I played more and more, I got more and more comfortable and was having, you know, fun just like navigating uh, from one side of the room to the other in the most efficient way possible. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. All of those things were fun to me. Like it was when the mechanics of just moving around in an environment are fun and the environment is, has something interesting to see and feel like that in of itself. That's for me, that's why this game, like even if we were to stop the discussion here, like it's a, it's an amazing, you know, experience to me is because, because those key elements are there. Like you'll have fun just, exploring so if you're into exploration like you know you don't need to look any further like this is a game that like you can be recommended like for for me anyways and and and, that, and that's with the motion like and so i know we've like as far as gameplay wise we've only been talking about like the movement systems i guess the other big thing would be like the 
I mean, I guess I guess we can talk about the the gunplay, like the 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 fighting, and then also the uh, like the puzzles. So I, for me, like those are weaker than the movement systems. Like for me, anyways. Like I so so for the gunplay stuff, I actually really liked it when like in certain situations, like when enemies were up close to me, the the guns are really satisfying up close. Like the 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 muzzle effects on the guns, the uh-huh. reloading yeah, mechanisms, yeah. like being it like the the feedback you get when you when when you're you're taking the enemies out is really amazing. But like I I wasn't great at at aiming f- from far away. I don't know if that was just me or if it was the game. But like I I enjoyed it when, more when I was up close and personal. And then and then the only thing I'd say was a little frustrating um, as far as the the gunplay for me was that I noticed. Um, as I went through the game, I would get through scenarios more by trial and error than like by by initially feeling like I I could could strategize from the get go. So like a lot of times I would be caught off guard and I wouldn't necessarily know what to do and I would get like I would get killed before I could really figure out what I needed to do to move forward. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so I would like I would die a few times and slowly figure out okay this on this enemy this is the weak point. This is what I need to try to do, and and like I, I would prefer to be able to to you know be faced with situations like that, but then like have the opportunity to figure it out without dying, you know, rather than this trial. Like I don't know what they were. That might just be me being bad in those situations, but that was just something I noticed. Like, and then it was always super satisfying when I was able to to figure out what I needed to do and and get through the you know the obstacles in front of me. But it was it, yeah. Rather than just dying and having to go, you know, through it time and time again, it would have been cooler to like. It would have been nice to have like a little bit more shielding or like you know a way to protect myself a little bit more um, in those initial uh, like situations. I, I don't know how much of a chance you got to to do some of the firefights and what your take on them were. But. Yeah. So the guns. Uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like mind blowing, right? But then again, like like we're talking about this is this is being nitpicky because I don't think the game was meant to be like a combat game right like no. I think it was yeah. it was more so meant to be um you know how do you react in this type of environment like what is combat in this type of environment you know what I mean like yeah. you're not there's no like crazy reloading mechanics there's no you know what I mean like we play games yeah. like that like onward obviously or like other you know yeah. zombie shooters where you know that's a big like a big part of the game is like feeling like you're holding a gun. I, I think in this, yeah. it's just like the, the, the main thing that they want you to focus on is like, how do you react when you're in space and you're, you're facing down threats and hostiles with a, you know, a, a basic weapon. So, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. So, too. so yeah, that, that to me, I thought was, was good. Like, like it was, it was, I, it was a good part of the game. Um, freaked me the hell out for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So See, that's, like anytime, anytime you talk about being freaked out or like, you know, like feeling like I, I agree with you there. Like, like, I, I think I wanted to point this out more for people that don't know about the game. Like if you're going into this game thinking like, oh, this is going to be a, a space shooter or something, then I don't think it's, it's, you're looking at the game in the, in the right light. I think it's more, like you said, like, I think, I think even the, the, the gunplay is like, you know, more of a service towards the the feel the like the narrative feel that they're going for like they want you to feel like you're you know uh, I, I guess like a like a space explorer in the station and reacting to things rather than like you're not like Rambo going through you're you're you know this lone space space guy or girl and you're trying to find your way through the station you know yeah I I, I agree now for me like I said I, it's it wasn't really about that like that. It's not like that took away or added to the game. Like it's just, it was, it was just awesome as an experience. It's hard for me to kind of take that out of context and be like, oh, well, you know, the gun, blah, 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 or like the shoot. Like to me, it was just like, holy crap. Like I need to move and I need to use like (laughs) this grapple gun or I need to grab something. I need to like, you know, move around in space so that like I I don't get killed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I have a, I have a feeling you're better at this game than me. That's just, (laughs) I I can, I can already tell because I I can tell you're like, your mindset is like, 
in sync with what the game wants you to be doing. You know, maybe Versus, maybe you know, I, like, maybe I just have a, a stronger like flight or fl- <laughs> fight or flight <laughs> panic mode uh, reaction. So, dude, um, I, I feel like that's what you would need if you were. If you were exploring a, a I, I do not state. see. I'm the type of person. I don't even like going to, to haunted houses. Like I like <laughs> why like sign up for that. I'm just not not about that. Um, <laughs> so so this that's why this game like it it's just it's so effective at what it does. Um, yeah. You know, and to me, like if you're into those types of thrills, and I know a ton of people are, like it's you're you're gonna love it. And even if you're not, for someone like myself who like doesn't care much for like the the uh you know not not because it's not zombies and it's not like um supernatural it's really it's really like space horror which which i actually don't mind i you know i enjoyed uh, a lot of the space horror movies that have come out um Mm -hmm. so which is why like i was actually excited to jump into this game but like ultimately like i'm creeped out i'm so like on edge and nervous the entire time that i'm in there and like i just want to get through as quickly as possible (laughs) so yeah yeah. um but hold on there's one thing that i do want to chat about real quick uh, because i want to get your thoughts on it and it was the the use of the thumb pad to be able to rotate around because that to me actually felt very much like a like a rift feature that was carried over to the vibe So, so i mean i played both and yeah, like I, I almost wish they took out the that the the uh, the rot- rotation from the on, when you're playing on the Vive because on on the Rift it's totally like you have to use that really like yeah. if you don't have a room scale setup like I in on my Rift setup I just have two sensors in front of me and I'm using the sticks basically to rotate around all the time like I like I, I use that quite a bit to 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 be in front right um on the on the vive you don't need that if because you have the room sales set up and for me i was doing my best to try to avoid hitting the sides so so on the on the vive i mean when the vive version is working properly i feel like that's the best way to play it like i was able to to maneuver environments much better than on the rift personally because I'm used to being able to turn around in real space and not having to rely upon like like when I was on the rift, I used that stick to kind of rotate a lot. But when I'm in like serious situations or when I'm not paying attention, I tend to try to even if it's just moving in my play area slightly, eventually I'll be facing the wrong direction and the sensors will be wigging out. And then I realize, oh, crap, I'm I'm backwards. Like I need to turn around and, and that would take me out of the experience. On Vive, that never happens to me. So, like on Vive, you no matter how much you're turning around in space, the trackers are always tracking you perfectly, and so you're never taken out of the experience for for tracking issues. But then, but then, yeah, like the way they have the button set up, if you push the trackpad in the middle, that that uh, that that puts away your weapon. And in this game, that's a pretty big mechanic because. Uh, you're able to to maneuver things in the environment using your hands, and so you can't. But you but you have to put away whatever items you're carrying in order to do that. So so if you want to use a grapple gun with one hand and a and a gun in the other hand, for example, um, in order to open a door, you're going to have to put away one of those items and use just your bare hands to 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 move down the latch to open the door. Mm-hmm. So in on on the Vive controllers, the way they have that set up is. It's like a quick, rather than having to, like, you know, go through the menu system to put away your your weapon individually, you can just cycle through the the equipped item or your hands, like back and forth, back and forth quickly, just by pressing the middle of that button. Yeah. But if you but if you push the trackpad on the side instead of down the the center, on the side it's going to rotate you. Yep. And so I, I noticed that 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 is something that could easily be fixed, like with an option just to say like disable rotation or something. And I, I didn't see anything like that when I, when I was looking through it, like as far as like it, that that's maybe one downside to games like this, where, I mean, it's worth mentioning that downward spiral um, is compatible with non VR as well. So you, you don't have to have a VR system though, though. I mean, me personally, I think this game, I mean, I don't think you'd be doing it quite justice by, playing it only in non-vr like yeah no i I agree like that's that's really where the charm of the game comes in for me yeah 
So, so, but I noticed like a lot of the, like the graphics menus and like the control menus and all that kind of stuff, at least, at least when I, when I looked at it from my memory, um, those all seemed more geared towards the desktop version. And so there weren't like a lot of like, like changes that I could make that would affect the VR mode like directly. So I, I wish I, maybe I'm wrong and, and maybe someone can chime in on in the comments or something. Um, but but yeah, I didn't see any way to turn off that rotation. So I would have liked to do that because, because, because yeah, if, if that trackpad were just used to just, just for select, like putting away your guns alone, um, I think that would be perfect. Cause then you don't have to worry about the rotation kind of, you know, pulling you out of the experience on, yeah. on the, on the rift, it's totally something that's super useful. And like, I wouldn't want to play the game without it, but. Um, so, so he, here's my thought process on this because, like, I, I I was really curious to hear what you thought, especially because you did play it on both uh, Vive and Rift. Yeah, it it's definitely immersion breaking in the sense that like your body doesn't move like that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. So, but it was so useful. Like, I found myself like being super dependent on it, and and okay. actually kind of like grateful that I didn't have to like continue turning around just just because These like are, yeah. it's it, the movement in in. Um, in this type of VR experience, it's not like you can just like stand and turn around, you know what I mean? No. And then you, and then yeah, you yeah. start uh, doing locomotion in a different direction. Like there, there's like a lot of turning involved and, you know, to, to, to deal with that, uh, with a wired experience or even probably with a wireless experience. Like I just felt like it, it's, it to me, um, ended up being something that I became heavily reliant on for better or for worse. Okay. Uh, I mean, so like I said, uh, in the rift version, I do it all the time. Like for, for me in the vibe, I, I did use it sometimes, but a lot of times I, I didn't use it. And that, that was my only issue with it on the vibe was just that sometimes I would click it when I wasn't intending to. So, so that was the, that was the only thing for me. And that might just be like my, I, one of my vibe controllers isn't in the best shape. Like the, the trackpad's a little screwed up. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's, Maybe that's on my hardware, but like, yeah, it was, it was just when I, when I wasn't intending to push it, the fact that they had the rotation on the same, you know, button as putting away the gun, that was my issue. But like, but yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it's really, it's super useful to have that ability because, because even, I mean, let's be honest, like even in a, in a play area on a Vive where you're able to rotate in circles and everything, like you still want to be in, um, you still want to be standing in in a in in you know facing the 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 front of your your play area. Like if you're if you're too disoriented, you're gonna hit weird furniture. Or like it's <laughs> yeah. nice to be able it's nice to be able to like center yourself properly, you know. And that those yeah. kind of systems help you do that. No, hundred percent. And then uh, I'm trying to think, oh, one other, like, I guess just technical thing. I mean, besides the the fact that, like I said, for some reason on my system, it seemed like it might be uh, running a little bit differently as far as graphics-wise on the Vive compared to the Rift. And again, I, I'd i be interested to see if other people have that experience for people that have both. Um, for me, it just it seemed like it might be doing that. Um, the other thing I noticed was just sometimes on the Vive version, when you're opening doors going from room to room, sometimes uh, on my system, it would kind of flash the, the Steam VR, you know, like middle of nowhere environment for a split second before yeah. going to the next room. And like, that, that was something that I didn't notice on the, on the Rift. Like on the Rift, it would just fade to black and go into the next room. So like, that's something I, don't think I noticed I don't know. that, but it's a good call okay. out. Yeah. So, so I don't know if that's just inherent to like, I almost wonder if it's like a loading issue on my computer or something, but it was just something I noticed. So. Gotcha. Well, um, let's, let's, let's go into like overall impressions now. I mean, I think we hit our, our three main buckets pretty, pretty yeah. oh, in depth. Last, 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 last thing on the gameplay actually is the, the puzzles. I mean, my only take, my only thing I wanted to mention on the puzzles is that for me, the puzzles were less about being challenging, more about exploration and about like fun VR mechanics. Like, and, and like I always enjoyed trying to figure out what I should be doing, where I should be going, and then usually the mechanics around flipping switches, you know, maneuvering canisters, all that kind of stuff. It was all easy, but like it was fun to do. It gives you something fun to do in VR. So like, yeah, and, and again, a lot of that was was the movement, right? Like it's just like it's very basic things that you need to uh, accomplish, but 
the fact that you have to do them in a very non-traditional way is is yeah. kind of like the charm of the game in that respect. Yep. So yeah, that's that's the only thing I wanted to add to that is yeah, like so I mean going into I guess my final impressions, I mean I think this is a a masterfully created game as far as like the atmosphere goes. I mean, I haven't really played any other space uh adventure type game that really makes you feel like you're an, you're exploring a real environment like like downward spiral. I mean, I felt like I was in a space station. I felt like I was in a classic sci-fi movie and 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 the way they break it down into acts was really really smart because I never felt pressured like I couldn't just like go into the game like like I know you had only had like you know like certain like like a single or, or a couple of play sessions for me I I'd gone back and forth throughout the game and I always felt very comfortable knowing that oh I have like a good forty five minute chunk of time let me get through an act of the game and like and and I really I mean for me anyways I, I think it. I tend to explore more than than your average person, but I mean, each act for me is usually a solid, you know, thirty minutes to an hour, more, more often an hour. Uh, and the fact that there, I think there are like, how many acts are there? I think there there are eight acts in the game. So I mean, it's a substantial game. Um, so I mean, so my my overall impression is, if you're the kind of person that wants to experience something. You want to experience what it would feel like to be in one of those cerebral kind of classic sci-fi type um, horror action, you know, horror movies. Um, then this is a game that you really, if you're into sci-fi, you don't want to miss this game because it it does all that stuff well. If you're if you're it does that stuff, you know, exceptionally. I'd say if you're if you're coming to this game looking for you know an action shooter or an in-depth puzzle game or something, then then this probably isn't the game for you. This game, I think, for me anyways, is all about the atmosphere, is all about the mood that and feeling that you have about about being in those environments. And for people that, that love sci-fi, um, this is a no-brainer for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to echo everything you said. It's it's funny because, uh, you know, we've been trying to, to do a game talk for this game for a while, and you, you'd been mentioning it to me in passing or texting me for the last couple of weeks. And you're like, hey, I think you'd really like this game. I think you'd really like this game. And, um, you know, when we finally got around to, to when I finally got around to playing it, I was like, ah, yeah, Ronnie's right. Um, aside from the <laughs> fact that, like, I am scared out of my mind uh, or, like, you know, just creeped out out of yeah. my mind, um, you know, I'm just a sci-fi guy, right? Like I like I love a lot of like space shows. For for anyone watching The Expanse right now, that's probably one of my favorite shows. It just got saved by Amazon, so little plug there <laughs> I, for for one of my top. I, I noticed shows. you, t- yeah, I noticed you tweeting about that quite a bit. I haven't watched it before, but like I. It, I could tell you were really excited. That you know, it you know, up. I don't, I don't get like emotionally attached to a lot of shows, but um, I, and I, I guess we can talk about it a little bit just because it's somewhat relevant. But it, it's a, it's a show about obviously space and the future. Um, but I, I just think that it's like it's a really like grounded show in science. Um, and yeah, so that, I mean, the the drama around it was that like it's in its third season. Uh, I think its third season is like over ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, or like overall, it's like ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like solid show, but it, there was just a bad distribution deal that they had with mm-hmm. Sci-Fi, so Sci-Fi canceled it. Um, and f- so, for like a week and a half, um, there was like a huge fan campaign to like get it saved, and Amazon finally picked it up. I want to say a week or two ago uh, for for a fourth season. But if you're if you're just if you're into this type of stuff, if you're into space and into like just that whole genre sci-fi like really grounded sci-fi like it's it's definitely a great movie or it's not movie it's it's definitely a great show to watch and for anyone who's into like the political intrigue of something like game of thrones um i actually discovered the show when i was like literally googling what to watch between seasons of game of thrones so it kind of popped up there but um that that being aside because i'm a huge fan of that genre of movie and television uh, this game really spoke to me and uh, like, it's just, it was just cool to be in that environment and not just the environment, but the gameplay was done well. The narrative, I know we were getting nitpicky, but the narrative was really done well too, because a lot of it is just like, you're in it. You have to explore, you have to like really, you know, see what's going on. So, um, just, yeah, a big fan of the game. You know, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to get to finishing it. I haven't gotten through the entire thing yet. Um, but you know, the fact that they have, 
I know we didn't focus on this, but the fact that they included co-op and multiplayer and everything, like you can tell that they're doing what they can to really yeah. give players as much as much as, as much, they yeah. can. But it's funny that you mentioned that you prefer to do this in um in uh you know or like as a solo yeah, because yeah because i mean that's that's really when it's the, it's the creepiest right that's really when you feel like the presence and the environment uh, you know the moment somebody else is talking in in your headpiece or through a microphone or whatever the case is like um yeah, you're like oh, okay we're just two dudes sitting in our living rooms across you know whatever trying yeah, to yeah, trying yeah. to get through this game whereas like when you're by yourself it's a totally different feeling you're lost. You get lost in that world. Like, I mean, really, you do feel like you're somewhere else. Yeah, hundred no, percent. And yeah, that's it's such a cool feeling. Like, like as scary as it can be sometimes, it's it's really cool. Like, it's it's that's why. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I could play. It, we could both play it non VR, but like, I can't imagine wanting to play it. Like, if you have a headset, you should be playing this game in VR. Yeah, and just for the simple fact, like, there's a there's an option on there where you can actually do like no hostiles. Uh, it's just like explore mode. So I think you yeah, actually yeah. go through the entire campaign without there being a need to like actually fight anyone or like anything scary. And even that, cause like I started off in that and even that is still super creepy, right? Because it's just like, you know, nothing's going to pop out at you, but you're still like, uh, I feel so uncomfortable in this room right now. I feel so uncomfortable with how the lighting in this room is making me feel yeah. how yeah. the, the room set up and how I, I don't trust like the doors opening and closing behind me. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> yeah. there's just, they did a really, really great job with the, the sense of presence in the game. So I, I'm like I said, I, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed with it. Uh, you know, you know, my taste well, it seems like, because you yeah. recommended it. So, um, you know, <laughs> kudos or hats off to, to the, the uh, development team. And um, it seems like this is going to be, you know, one chapter in, in many of uh, I guess, downward spiral series for them. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to see what else they have coming out in the future because, you know, with, with VR, the way that it is and how quickly it's advancing, um, yep. you know, and, and now that they have such a good foundation to build off of, uh, you know, things, things are only looking upward from here, which I'm excited about. No, I agree. Like the more talented developers we have working on VR titles and like, I mean, yeah, the, I mean, Third Eye Studios did an amazing job on this and yeah, I, I can't wait to see more from them. So for sure. So cool, man. Well, is there anything else you got with, uh, with this episode or no, I think, I think we're good. Just, yeah. Getting prepped and, and excited about E3 next week. So it's, it's a little bit different from GDC for me anyways, as far as like uh, just trying to figure out exactly what the VR landscape is going to be looking like. There's been a lot of other, you know, VR conferences and and different stuff that have been happening, you know, prior to E3. So I'm not sure how much brand new stuff is going to be announced there, especially for the Vive. Um, but we'll see what happens. And I'm I'm going to be all ears and and all eyes for for any folks that I can talk to while I'm there about different about different games that are being shown. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool, man. And I'll, yeah. I'll give my impressions just on every, like, like, I mean, whether it, it seems like there's going to be a lot of cool, uh, PlayStation VR type stuff that's going to be shown. I'm excited about this new, they, they just announced like this, this VR Tetris game that's from the makers of, uh, the maker of res. So that's going to be a really cool, like, cool. Okay. like I can't wait to try that out. And, and the fact that res infinite, uh, came out in, like it was initially a PlayStation VR exclusive, but it eventually came out to the other platforms. So I'm hopeful that that some of these games that are PlayStation VR exclusives will eventually trickle over to to the PC. So um, I'm gonna be yeah I'm gonna be trying to to cover all all things VR related as far as I can and then uh, report back. So awesome man yeah well we'll definitely uh, keep in touch uh, like I said I'll be out of town but. I think the next uh, the next week or two, just with kind of our, our travel and, and a little bit of uh, hectic schedules, we'll uh, we'll be posting a lot from GDC and uh, probably something similar. Sorry, not GDC, but similar to what we did with GDC. Uh, we'll be posting a lot of the updates and reactions and things that you uh, come across at E3. And I, I know you said what you, when you were looking at the um, you know kind of at the agenda of things, like it, it's not obviously as heavy in VR as, as uh, VR DC and GDC were, but, um, 
you know, I, th- I think that there's still going to be a lot of really fascinating stuff in there. And just, just to see where the whole medium is going, I think is going to be really cool. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. So, so awesome, Matt. Well, safe travels and, uh, we'll check in with all of you guys next week, but, um, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Facebook, YouTube, and, uh, yeah, enjoy this game. Let us know what you think. And if there's other games you guys want us to check out, definitely let us know. Um, we've gotten actually quite a bit of, uh, of reactions and responses and uh, recommendations uh, through Twitter. Right, Ronnie? So yep. like yeah, that's, exactly. that's been really cool for us because um, you know, like there's just, there's so much out there uh, and you know, we're, we're doing our best to filter through and, and provide uh, some type of feedback and, and, and background obviously with uh, developer interviews and things like that. So if there's stuff out there you guys want to know more about or want us to cover, definitely let us know. And um as always, if you could leave us a review on iTunes or whatever you are listening to this on, we would very much appreciate it. And uh, yeah, Ronnie, man, have a good one. We'll uh, we'll talk right. again soon. You too, and safe travels. Thanks, Matt. Take care. <laughs>